Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Water Glow Podcast. We're your hosts, Ben. And Indigo, I have the giggles again. I, I don't know <laughs> what is going <laughs> I don't know what is going on with me lately. I just keep having random giggle bouts. Yes. Bouts of giggles. <laughs> Whatever. It's Indigo. Hi, everyone. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about feeling your feelings. Yeah, super important. Yes. If you are on the path of healing, yep. you got to be able to feel it so that you can release it, transmute it and release it. Yep. Yes. And, you know, not not just like um, releasing bad stuff, but like kind of releasing blocks too. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, I mean, the quickest way to get everything that you could ever desire or want is to let it go good and bad Mm -hmm. just let it go yep and that doesn't necessarily mean just like passively accepting everything all the time yeah but you know what even that's useful sometimes yeah yeah i I just know like um we both kind of went through that space for a while where it was just like the sort of like modern stereotypical monk on the mountain kind of zen yeah that was a that was an interesting phase. Yes. It, it, it comes like during, like, it's weird. You get like periods before, during, and after the purification process mm-hmm. where you're just like, yeah, whatever. It's whatever. Yeah. And then it, once you like integrate back into, you know, the collective reality, you're like able to act. It's like a superpower. You're able yeah. to access that whenever you want mm-hmm. and just be like, oh. You pick and choose your battles wisely. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I still get stuck sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's fun to get stuck. Other times you get stuck in an extremely uncomfortable space. And it's always for a reason that you may not see in that moment, but you do afterwards. I know lately I've been stuck in and out. Like I've been getting little breaks, but stuck in a, a weird spot. Yeah. And I'm like, God, I know that this is probably either to slow me down or I need to cloud my ca- clarity for a minute or whatever. But it's like, meh. Yeah. But it always passes. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. And, and I don't know. The, the, the way that it's been kind of manifesting for me is like um, I'll kind of go through these periods where I'm like totally fine. Right. Mm-hmm. And everything's peachy keen. <laughs> you know yeah, right and you know even like you know that doesn't matter what's going on i'm just like okay that's fine you know yeah that and, used to annoy me back before <laughs> i healed and i wanted to like poke at you sometimes yeah i'd be like doesn't this upset you and you're like meh <laughs> <Not really. laughs> damn it <laughs> that's funny but, but yeah like um i kind of go through these like phases lately where like I'll be fine with everything. And then just like everything is terrible. Right. Right, Yeah. And like really badly stuck in like these negative spaces. Right. Mm -hmm. And and my, and my experience so far is because it's like, there's something that something has knocked loose. Yeah. Some old stuff. Right. Or recent stuff in some cases. Yeah. But the oldest is the hardest to transmute. Yes. Yes. Inhale. Yep. It's kind of like, you know, having gunk in pipes. And then you, like, bump the pressure up and a bunch of gunk flies off and gets stuck. Yeah. And then you finally clear it and everything flows a lot better and more smoothly. Right. 
Yep. But the process of clearing it is sometimes super uncomfortable. And painful. Yes. Yes. It's like you, one of your metaphors that you often use about getting a splinter out of a cat's paw. Like yeah. it or out of out of yourself and mm-hmm. anything really it hurts like hell to get it out but there's so much relief once yes. you do yes and then you got to let it heal by leaving mm-hmm. it alone yep and um leaving it in there is not a good idea nope yeah. infection <laughs> yeah I, I remember when i was a kid my sister got a really bad splinter i might have told this story already you did yeah okay but yeah, yeah so you should tell it again yeah yeah she got a bad splinter and she was like such a brat about everything mm-hmm. and like she uh my, my dad went to go take it out right got a pair of tweezers and everything and she she was just like no i don't want to take it out she would like fight and like she was trying to scratch him and stuff and he jesus was, yeah yeah she was well yeah i mean that, not pleasant. that <laughs> some people do that when yeah. you're trying to help them they lash out hard mm-hmm. and try to hurt you yeah and my dad was like, if I don't take it out, it's going to get infected. And she was like, let it get infected. I don't care. I'm not letting you take mm-hmm. it out. And he was like, okay. My mom was freaking out. And he was just like, she'll learn. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you have to did. learn with trial and error. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I think it was like two days later, she comes and is like, okay, you can take it out. It was all like swollen up and shit. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you don't, yeah. Yes. And then it hurt even worse than it would have if he had gotten it out initially. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 And that's why it's important to feel your feelings. Yeah. You know, even the stuff that you don't want to. And the stuff you do. Like, yeah. give as much gratitude to the negative as you do the positive. Uh, once you've felt and transmuted negative emotions, you understand that after fe- allowing yourself to feel the pain of them, transmuting them, and turning them into wisdom and teachings that it's basically like a gold mine. Yeah. Like uh, even just one event that traumatizes you or hurts you, if you go through that process of healing and instead of being like, Oh, poor me, this horrible thing happened to me. And you transmute it into, Hey, I went through this really hard thing and I survived it. Mm-hmm. Like, you when you switch from the victim mentality into survivor you it's easy to give what happened gratitude yeah and when you give it gratitude that is a magnet for blessings Mm -hmm. and for high frequencies and manifesting and also if you do it properly you come out with a shitload of wisdom yeah and knowledge that you basically created and collected on your own from your own personal experience and you can share that with others that are going through something similar mm-hmm. yeah and, and um on, <laughs> on the flip side of what you, what you were saying about like not going oh poor me right yeah um i never allowed myself to feel sorry for myself about anything see and i did i was like yeah i've had such a rough life <laughs> and like i don't know that that was something that i actually had to bring up um, fairly recently, just kind of going through the process of allowing myself to feel hurt and angry and, um, like, you know, like pity myself for stuff that I went through because I never allowed myself to feel it before. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. Like you're allowed to feel pity. Just don't get stuck there. Right. It's when you get the, I'm speaking from personal experience. It's when you get stuck in the pity, it starts 
like you said, it gets infected. It turns mm-hmm. into other things. You start feeling entitled. Well, all this horrible, awful stuff happened to me, so you have to be nice to me. Yeah. You have to treat me a certain kind of way. And mm-hmm. no, actually, they don't. Right. Nobody is nobody owes you anything. And that was a painful truth for me. Mm-hmm. Like when I realized that I was doing it to myself by constantly pitying myself and being like, boo, boo, poor me. I was attracting more of that to me. Yeah. But when I allowed myself to feel it and made the walk and the journey from victim into survivor, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, this is way better. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I think it like, like most things, it depends. Like, um, finding the right balance, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, like, like I said, I never allowed myself to feel bad about anything that I experienced, even stuff that was pretty, pretty messed up. Right. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, okay, that's fine. That's that's just, that's just how they are. People be really, really cruel to you. Oh yeah. Like when you, uh, you carry yourself like so well and you, you carried all the, the, horrible things people did to you so well like it didn't it looked like it didn't even phase you yeah well, it pushed it down so far I didn't even realize it was still there right <laughs> and then when you allowed yourself to bring it up and feel it you're you even said last night you're like hey or not last night but some other time you were like this thing that this person did was really fucked up right and I'm like yeah uh <laughs> yeah that is extremely horrible to do to another person you're like okay I I thought so like you would just take some of the most horrible treatment and just yeah. be like, okay, that's just how they are. Cause you're so accepting of, of people as they are, but mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, that's just how they are. Fuck them. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like yes. some people are just dark yeah, and that's okay. They mm-hmm. could be dark over there. <laughs> yep. And setting boundaries. Yep. Has been a huge game changer. <laughs> it really does change everything. I yeah. mean, yeah. The isolation period while you're learning what your boundaries are, where they should go, and all that kind of sucks. But yeah, it is what it is. It it gave us great a great opportunity to feel our feelings. Mm -hmm. Yes, and something that like kind of came up for me um, recently. I I think like I think it was last night. I figured it out. Like, Mm -hmm. um, it's not just negative feelings that you suppress. Sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there, there have been a lot of times in my life where I have um, not allowed myself to feel positive feelings. Oh yeah, you were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Like and, and I like, shouldn't feel this way. Right. Exactly. And some sometimes it's been like um, the the way the the way my parents were, my mom especially. Um, if, if she was in a bad mood we were not allowed to be in a good mood. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. It was like, you just don't care. Right. Mm -hmm. And making it like a personal failing. If you felt good while she felt bad. Right. And you carried that into adulthood. Right. I mean, I still struggle with it sometimes. Yeah. And, but, but like, um, I I realized that I also sometimes, like many times in the past, I have wound up, uh, basically closing off my heart chakra. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I thought it was inappropriate to feel love towards people. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a, uh, that's such a horrible thing to do to a child. Yeah. Like close your heart chakra because mine's not open. 
Mm. That's not nice. Yeah, I mean, it, that that wasn't really, like, uh, childhood stuff. That was more, like, um, relationship shit. Oh, okay. You know? Like, partners who would... Yeah, like, I don't know. There, there's so much, like, jealousy and possessiveness kind of programmed into our culture and, like, how people have relationships. Right. It's not how I am. I just naturally love everyone. Right. Yeah. You know? And... That's part of why I love you. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. But you got to be really secure and confident in yourself and secure in your relationship to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And and I just like so many times I just like wound up closing that off. Basically shutting down a lot of feelings along with it because I thought it wasn't appropriate to love other people. That's just nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I barely remember that. But yeah, I... I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And when you close your heart, you don't allow yourself to feel things, good or bad. Right. That's that's one of the important things about feeling your feelings is that uh, it it's it's not like a selective switch thing. It's like, well, I don't want to feel sad, so I'll just turn off the sad. Right. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I, I've I've gone through several times where like I will um, be able to put myself in a good space, and then something will. Have, like just like randomly I will feel shut down again or feel in a bad space again hmm. and whenever that's happened um, it's always been because there was some emotion that was trying to come up that part of me did not want to experience yeah and you immediately start either shutting down justifying it away uh, doing all sorts <clears throat> All sorts of mental gymnastics to justify not allowing yourself to feel it. Right. Like, I shouldn't feel this because I don't deserve to feel this way. Right. That one was has been huge for me. But, this, like, not feeling like I didn't deserve to. Yeah. But if you're feeling it, it's for a reason. I, mm-hmm. ju- I was just talking uh, to someone else about something similar, about how our emotions are kind of like a compass, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes. it, it, it lets us know, like... Like how we explain to our son, Arcturus, like after he d- he gets in trouble, he's like, I don't feel happy. And and we were like, well, that's because you're feeling guilt and guilt does not feel good. Guilt is an emotion that alerts you to the fact that you did something that you were not supposed to do. Right. And you can avoid feeling guilt by not doing things that you're not supposed to do. Right. And it will just get heavier and more uncomfortable the more you do those things that you're not supposed to do. Right. But, but allow the, yourself to feel it. Right. Exactly. And and investigate it because there have been a lot of times that I have felt guilt over stuff that uh, I shouldn't feel guilty for. Yeah. That's uh, like, uh. like like I was saying, like feeling feeling love towards people. I, I have felt guilty for loving people before. Yeah. I, I've. I've had a variation of that. Like I used to compliment everybody. Yeah. Like if someone's pretty, I'm going to tell them they're pretty. If they're nice, I'm going to tell them they're nice. Like mm-hmm. people don't compliment as much as they used to when I was a kid. Like yeah. I, I grew up in South San Francisco, California, right? Mm-hmm. No filter. No, we, we just talk. We yeah. say what's on our mind. And a lot of times it compliments, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't until I moved to the South that I learned that people don't do that all over the place. Yeah. And, yes. and 
people would accuse me of flirting with them or, mm-hmm. oh, she wanted me. She she wanted to be with me, but I wouldn't be with her. No, I thought you were a good looking person. So I told you that <laughs> to help boost your confidence and let you, you know. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> just because I'm nice to you does not mean that I want to sleep with you. <laughs> right. Right. But that kind of made me stop doing that for a long period of time because I lost friends over that. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, she wants you. And then they stopped talking to me. I'm like, well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Until you get your confidence up and you can handle being told, hey, you're beautiful and I love you. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Right. Because <laughs> I'm not changing that again. Exactly. That was horrible. That sent me in part of that's part of the reason that I got so depressed is like people misunderstood things that I did and said. And instead of asking for clarity, they just assumed that their misinterpretation was in alignment with reality and stopped talking to me or, you know, acted according to what they thought it was. And that that sucked. But I wouldn't allow myself to feel it. I would just be like, well, they suck. And it's obviously, you know, whatever. So when I finally opened up to allow myself to feel all those things, it was a lot. And, and just as a uh, warning is a bad word, but just to let the listeners know, if you are one of those people who shut down and likes and push things down and didn't allow yourself to feel things for an extended period of time, when you finally do open back up, it's all going to flood in and it, it, it does come in sections or in waves, but it's a lot Yeah, when you've been numbing yourself for years Allowing yourself to feel things hurts. It fucking hurts. It can. Yep. I've <laughs> I've had it's a lot. so many so many things. Yeah. Like <laughs> old emotions from like decades ago just mm-hmm. like flooding in all at once. Childhood stuff. You'll yeah. start remembering things like where the trauma pattern began. Mm-hmm. You know, um because these trauma patterns pattern into our life cycle and they reoccur. The same traumatic event reoccurs in different forms and you experience the same thing over and over and over uh, in different ways. It's just difficult to see until you have self-realization. Once you have self-realization, you can see the patterns and you could change them. And yeah. how you respond and react to each time the cycle comes around can change that cycle. Mm-hmm. And if it's a trauma cycle, if you react Uh, more positively than you did the time before it'll get easier and easier and easier each time it comes around but if you get if you respond to it negatively oh poor me oh i'm such a victim you know like we said like ben said self-pity is fine just don't get stuck there Mm -hmm. but if you continually say poor me then you're going to continue to attract poor me events to you and you'll every time that trauma cycle returns it's going to be even worse than it was the time before not only will it be worse, but you will have attracted to you more trauma patterns. Yeah. And, and you can end up in an extremely dark place. Yep. Unless you change how you deal with it and you change how you deal with it by allowing yourself to feel it. Yes. When you go into victim mode, you're immediately suppressing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you're immediately pushing it down. Yep. If yes. you let yourself feel it, that's how you switch into survivor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's... um something else that uh, just like popped back up in my head like that has been a uh, common cause of suppression for me in the past not wanting to face when a relationship is over 
that has been a huge reoccurring synchronicity lately. Yeah. Like, yeah. Either like we were talking about before, I think it's a grid thing. Mm -hmm. A grid of people are starting to realize they are in a toxic situation and need to get out of it. Yep. Yep. Which sucks. I know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I feel like that's kind of part of the process for a lot of people. I mean, it was for me. Oh, yeah. Like, I've, yeah. I've been in so many. <laughs> Most <laughs> of my relationships in the past have been toxic as hell. Yeah, but it's weird, right? Like, both of us had pretty meh. Well, it, you more than me, but mm -hmm. I didn't really have but, like, one or two serious relationships. So. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. It, it, I, I feel like I feel like you know if you're in a toxic situation because either, one, you're fully aware of what's going on, or, two, it feels horrible all the time. Yeah. Even if you're in denial about the fact that you are connected deeply to somebody who is abusing you and abusing that connection. Mm -hmm. If it feels horrible all the time, then it's time to walk away. Yeah. Period. Yes. And not even like all the time. There have been a lot of times that like for me, like there's uh, most of the toxic relationships I've been in felt good at certain points, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I, I guess in general, my advice is if you're the kind of kind of person like me that like actually takes responsibility for your own shit. Mm -hmm. If you're even thinking about leaving, do it now. Yeah. As soon as you can. Even if you even if you just need to go be by yourself to work it out. Yeah. Get away from the person who is very clearly manipulating and abusing you mm -hmm. and get alone so or with people that you know genuinely care and love you love, right love genuinely care about and love you yes <laughs> <laughs> yes so that you can be reminded of what it feels like to be loved that is how I got out of all of my relationships was like I, I, I kind of like um real like the the toxic relationships that I was in mm -hmm. it was always a contrast thing it, it, it was one of those like frog in boiling water kind of situations where right, it was like yeah. it started out great and then slowly devolved into abusive toxic bullshit yep and i was just like and you know most of the time um the the kind of abusive people that i have been with were the type that would uh socially isolate people right yeah and it's like the only friends you're allowed to have are my friends yeah you know mm-hmm and not even explicitly saying it, just like constantly talking shit about the people my that friends. you were friends with. Yeah. 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 And like, you know, it's like you, you just kind of accept the treatment as normal. Yeah. And then they wear you down. Yep. And then, and then like finally somebody comes along that's just genuinely nice and kind. And you're just like, oh shit. That's I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. I forgot what it feels like to be genuinely loved with no agenda yeah exactly yep yep and that's that that was always that, that for me was always when it was just like oh okay okay yep this is a bad situation i need to get out yeah yeah wow that's bananas mm-hmm oh yeah it's it's uh, i don't know uh, there's like 
there's upsides and downsides to being very tolerant and understanding, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, finding the balance is, it was not easy for me mm-hmm. finding the balance of, uh, allowing people to be their authentic expression, even if it doesn't, um, if it doesn't resonate with me, like uh, I was excusing some really shitty behavior from certain people. And, you know, you get to a point where your options are either walk away or work with them. And from, in my experience, I tried, Mm -hmm. I, I, I did try to help them understand that they were, doing some toxic things and that it made me uncomfortable and I didn't really want to be around it and that the options were to either change or lose me mm-hmm. uh, in their life. Yeah. And they chose lose me in their life and that's fine. But there is a delicate balance between accepting people's authentic authenticity as they are, regardless of if you like it or not and boundaries, mm-hmm. you know, you can be friends with somebody you don't really vibe with and just keep them at a distance, you know, yeah. small doses. Yeah. Or, you know, there, I don't know, there, there, there's some, some people that I like, I vibe with really well. Right. Yeah. But there are certain opinions that they have in certain moves that they get in that I'm just like, eh, okay, I'm just going to let them do that over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Exactly. Like, yeah. I think it's about loving yourself enough to tolerate not, oh, that was, bleh, that was not the right word. Loving yourself enough to allow in what you resonate with and what you deserve and to not allow in what will bring you down. Yes. There is nothing wrong with telling somebody, I have no interest in taking part in that toxic behavior with you. Right. I'm, I'm good on that. Like, mm-hmm. I love you. I, I I love everything about you. But what you're doing is toxic and it, it brings my frequency down. It makes me feel not good. Mm-hmm. So I will love you. And you could go do that toxic bullshit over there with other people who like to do toxic bullshit. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And I'll be over here in my little happy bubble, happy while you guys just skeet toxicity all over each other. <laughs> yeah. Like spitting venom at each other. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Some people are into that. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is what they're comfortable, whatever you're comfortable with. Like, right. I, mean, I don't know. I'm not saying it's bad to do X, Y, Z. Just like, that's not, not for me. Makes yeah. me feel like shit. I'm not going to participate. Right. You know? Yeah. And one of the things like that was difficult and still is difficult for me to accept is um, having boundaries and enforcing them is not selfish. Taking care of yourself is not selfish. Right. See, that's one of the inversions. That's one of the upside down things. We're taught Mm -hmm. that there's virtue in putting yourself second. But people need to understand that without you, there are no others. Yeah. If, if you allow yourself to put yourself second to everybody else to the point where your health deteriorates, you, you're you miserable, you're unhappy, you mm-hmm. end up in the dense energies and something happens and you are no more. There's no others to put before you. You just yeah. wasted your whole life in service to others and did nothing with yourself. But right. you are better and more valuable to be in service to others if you put yourself first. Make sure you are well taken care of yep. so that you can assist others. That was one of the things that, uh, one of the revelations that got me to change my whole life was like, my, I I was looking at my children while they were babies and I was like, these little boogers deserve the best mom <laughs> on the whole planet. So I need to become that for them. Yeah. 
I needed to put myself first mm-hmm. so that I could become the person that I want to be for myself as well as to others. And it just happens that that aligns. Yeah. You know, who yep. I am naturally and my best self is what other people need. Yes. And that is very common. Like, I mean, I don't know. I think it's universal. Like right. who you truly are is what the world needs. If you follow your authenticity, you'll never be wrong. Right. Yeah, exactly. And and um, if you don't need me, you're not meant to be in my life. Deuces. I don't right. care. I <laughs> yes. don't care if I'm not what you need. Go yep. find what you need and stop investing in what you don't. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. The, something like the, I, I always struggled with the like. I don't know. I, I think part of it for me with, with like it, it's not it wasn't just the feeling like it was selfish to have boundaries and enforce them. It was um, kind of not allowing myself to um, admit to myself that this person that I cared about was fucking me over. A lot. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's it's hard to accept because, mm-hmm. okay, from my perspective, understanding something, so, having gone through something similar, you would never do that to somebody that you claim to love. Right. You would never... I wouldn't even do it to somebody I hate. Right. (laughs) Not that I hate anyone. I don't hate anyone. But like, I wouldn't do that to somebody that I don't like. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like you would never, ever do that to another human being. Mm -hmm. But it's a, it's a painful truth that there are people in this world who will. Yeah. And they'll do it while they say they love you. And and in my experience, most people aren't even aware that they're doing it. That's nuts to me. I can't remember. I, I barely remember pre self-realization. Now, so it's were, hard for me to remember being asleep. You weren't like that. No. I don't think so either. No. <laughs> I, I I know the one thing that I do remember is I would never ever intentionally hurt anybody. Yeah. I don't have it in me. If mm-hmm. I hurt anybody, it was completely unintentional. Yep. Either I was doing something selfish and there were casualties, <laughs> or it was completely misunderstood and misinterpreted. Yeah. Um misunderstood and misinterpreted was always mine. Like, yeah. I don't know. I I used to like beat myself up over misunderstandings. Like people would misunderstand what I said. And I was just like, like Oh my God, it's my fault because yeah. I didn't make myself clear enough. God, I've been having some mental battles with that lately. Oh, like, yeah. And then, it, and then you try to clear it up and it gets worse. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Fuck. Yes. It, ha- it happens a yeah. lot, but it always happens with reason. Yep. And I just, I hate hurting people. And that's one, of, that's another reason that I've, that I've stuck in like, toxic situations um quite often is because i i i just hate hurting people yeah and but you gotta say no yeah exactly there's a certain point where you gotta go you know what this isn't for me yep Uh, this is hurting people Uh, even you know it's if it's hurting you to not hurt them that's a big red flag like if you're willing to hurt yourself so that you're not hurting someone else you should look into that why why right. are, would you do that physically if, if 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 not like i don't even I, I don't know i don't know a physical example like if it were something where i don't never mind <laughs> uh, the way i always uh try to explain it to people and try to take my own advice but sometimes it doesn't work out so well mm-hmm. is like imagine it um imagine that you have a good friend that you really care about that is in your situation Yes. What that, would your advice be? Right. Yep. Suck it up and deal with it. 
Probably not. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That that's a good way to put it. Like, yeah. Put yourself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what would you want someone to say to you? Yes. And what would you say to somebody else? Now say that to yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And think about all perspectives involved. Yep. Like, what about them? Yeah. What about their life? What about you? What about your life? Yes. How does everybody feel about that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Every- are you feeling or are you not? Right. <laughs> like, yes. Are you moving with no intention mm-hmm. or intention to do harm? Right. Just something to think about. Yep. Yep. Yeah. A lot of that, like, um, I know it seems like we're rambling, but that like definitely ties into like feeling your feelings. Cause mm-hmm. like that, that was like huge thing for me. Like every time I've wound up in like bad situations and, um, like stuck in like toxic, abusive bullshit. Yep. It has always been because I refused to feel what I needed to feel right. to know the truth about the situation. Because your emotions were alerting you to mm-hmm. a dangerous situation. Right. And I was always just like, I feel awful right now. What's wrong with me? Yeah. Internalizing. Right. Yeah. It's like, I need to push this down, push it away. Uh, I need to learn how to be okay with X, Y, Z. And no. No. Yeah. That's like saying I need to learn how to be okay with arsenic. Yeah. You don't. You just stay the fuck away from it. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. There's no, you know, like it gets to a certain point where you realize like you can't fix it. Yeah. And maybe it isn't meant to be fixed. Mm -hmm. It was just a lesson to prepare you for the next one that's going to be extremely successful and you'll end up blissfully happy. But that moment where you have to make that decision to be alone for a period of time and to step into the unknown and out of what's comfortable. Bleh. Oh, that's I've, hard. I've never had a problem with that one. Yeah. Well, you know, I did. No, <laughs> I, I did, but I didn't, I don't know. Yeah. With friendships with certain mm-hmm. things, it's like, man, this situation is literally and metaphorically killing me. Yes. I need to get out of it, but I want to have friends. I want to, you know, yeah, whatever. Well, I mean, I was I, I super isolated as a, as a kid. Yeah, you were so used like, to it. I, see, I was super social. Yeah. And, and like, so, I don't know, the, the times that I've um, had to walk out of abusive situations um, and, like, all of our friends were mutual and their friends more than mine. Yeah, kind of and you lost everybody. Yes. And I, I, I don't know, it... it the the being alone part, I was just like, oh, okay, here we go again. This is fine. I yeah. know how to navigate this. Right. You know? I don't know if I could have done this without you. I guess technically we're not alone, but yeah, compa- by comparison to what my life used to be like, I am n- not the same. Yes. <laughs> not the same at all. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. But yeah, like, it's, uh, it, for me, it was like just mostly difficult because I, uh, the hardest part was knowing that I was going to hurt somebody else. Yeah. You know, cause like, let's be real. I'm pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I think losing you even, even without you having to say or do anything that hurts anybody is painful. I would, that would be painful as fuck. Yeah. Like even if you and I like weren't married and we're just friends, losing you as just a friend would suck. 
Mm-hmm. Like you're such a good, pure, kind-hearted person. Thank you. Yeah, but yeah, no, I get it. It sucks to hurt other people, but like, how long mm-hmm. are you going to stay in a situation that's destroying you before you do what you don't want to do? <laughs> like, right. you're going to have to at some point. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So allow yourself to mourn the connection. Allow yourself to feel the fact that hey, I got to step up and do this thing that is what's best for me. Knowing that it's going to hurt someone else. Yep. Yeah. And uh, for me, it was like um, the the situations that were toxic that I was in, it, it, it was weird. Like um, they were clearly miserable, too. You know, it was, it, it's weird. It was like, not just me. It was like I, I was miserable and they were miserable. And it was just like I can't hurt them. Right. Yeah. But. But they like, didn't, maybe they were going through the same thing. They didn't want to hurt you either. Uh, no. Oh, no. They, never mind. They, they were all, everyone that I've broken up with was like, not, not, not pleased with uh, things ending. Oh, yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to lose their little pet yeah. that will jump <laughs> when they call. <laughs> Nobody wants to lose that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think that that was something else that um, that I had trouble with. Um, allowing myself to feel the pain of breaking someone's heart. <sighs> yeah, that's not fun. Yeah, that sucks. Very painful. But, I mean, the alternative was not good. Uh, I had to go through that recently. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Like... My I was engaged once mm-hmm. years ago, and when I broke off the engagement, the girl I was engaged to a woman uh, took off, literally ran away and never spoke to me again. Like we texted a couple times over things like, you know, apartment stuff and whatever. But like we never actually talked through mm-hmm. why and our feelings on it. We just went our separate ways. And the other day I saw somebody who looked like her and I had almost completely forgotten about her Mm -hmm. and it like ripped that open. I was like, Oh, I thought I had dealt with that. (laughs) I thought thought that, but it turns out, you know, I just pushed it all down. I was like, okay, well she hates me. Uh, It's whatever, I guess I'll just move on with my life. And I didn't actually allow myself to feel that even though I was the, you know, the one that broke it off. Mm-hmm. I never actually got to explain why and how and all that stuff and hear, you know, how she felt about it. Yeah. And so like that, apparently I pushed it down and it grew like little prickly things. And when I pulled it up, it hurt like hell. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I thought I had dealt with that and it, it was extremely painful for a couple days. And then I allowed myself to feel it. I forgave myself. I forgave her and transmuted it and now it's gone and I feel great yep it's wild how that works like when you allow yourself to feel it and process it even when you were the asshole in this and that's something that people need to accept too Mm -hmm. when it comes to feeling your feelings you are allowed to hurt over something you did like if you were the jerk in a situation acknowledge that stop trying to spin it to where you weren't you know that you were you know mm-hmm. that you did something you maybe had to do in order to move on with your life or yep. end a connection or relationship or whatever. Or maybe you were just a bully 
and a jerk and did something because it was fun for you. I don't know. But at a certain point, if you are on the path of healing, you're going to have to face and accept that Mm -hmm. and allow yourself to feel it. Feel the pain of like, wow, I hurt somebody and I didn't mean to. Or I hurt somebody with intention or whatever. You have to allow yourself to be honest with yourself about it and allow yourself to feel everything Yep. so that you can let it go. If you don't feel it, it just grows. And from my experience and observation, a lot of people numb it with substances, with drugs, with alcohol, with prescriptions, with whatever. Mm -hmm. You just numb it instead of allowing yourself to feel it. Yep. Yep. And either you end up substance addicted for the rest of your life, numbing all that stuff, or you allow yourself to feel it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. uh, It just reminded me, like, I've never really explained why I ever broke up with anybody. <laughs> I, th- I think like um, a lot of it uh, for me was just because first off, it was already difficult enough, you know, right? just trying to work up the nerve and the guts to just be like, it's over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like my, my first girlfriend was like abusive as hell, like even physically abusive. Uh. Um. And, like, uh, she, like, basically coerced me into moving in with her in South Carolina. Mm. And um, I just, like, realized that it was an awful, awful, awful idea after we moved in together. Like, I spent the first night, like, hiding under the stairs crying. And she didn't really seem to give much of a shit. Dang. Um, So I just wrote a note, packed up all my shit at midnight, and left. <laughs> Dro- drove all the way back to... Well, to North Carolina it. overnight. I mean, yeah. If she didn't care about how you were feeling, or yeah, I mean that was freaking hard as hell. Yeah, it's but, not easy to put yourself first. Yeah, and do what's best. Yeah, and I, I've always, uh, basically just been like, it's a, it, it's, it's over. You know, this yeah. isn't working. When you know like, it's done, you gotta just let it be done. Yeah. Stop trying to. <sighs> Stop going along with something you know you don't like. Stop going along with something that doesn't feel good. Stop going along with something that is not only not benefiting your life, but bringing it down. Yes. At a certain point, you're going to do it anyway. You're Mm going to end it. And so why not now? Yeah. And if it is a serious effort to be joyful, that's a a bad sign. Yeah. And And if it's physical, if it's gotten physical, we both Ben and I have gotten very clear pings lately that. Somebody's in a situation that has gotten physical that could very well get way worse. Because if you tolerate that first hit, mm-hmm. then the abuser's like, oh, I could get away with this. Yeah. I could do it again. Mm-hmm. And then it gets worse every time. Yep. Or if his, even if his, like, um, impulse control issues, mm-hmm. like if they can't control their impulses to not hit, what else are they not going to control? Right. Right. See, that's only happened to me once. So I'm not as familiar with physical yeah. abuse, I was dating a guy that shoved me into a wall once, and I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it was that simple. Like, mm-hmm. that was a rule I made for myself very young. If anybody ever puts their hands on me, you end the relationship, period. Yep. And I think it's a really good rule for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Like, if it gets physically abusive, it should be. I'm going to teach my boys, like, if a bitch tries to emotionally manipulate you (laughs) or emotionally abuse you, goodbye. Yes. 
And yeah, if you're emotionally manipulative or abusive, you're a bitch. (laughs) Not all women are bitches. In this case, manipulation and intentional emotional abuse, you're a cunt. You're a bitch. Not just women, men too. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've, I've run into quite a few guys that were emotionally manipulative and emotionally abusive. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that shit just so irritates gross. me. It, 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 you know, nothing without purpose, whatever. It teaches. I just always see the softest, most kind and gentle people end up with somebody who walks all over them. And yeah. it's so frustrating. And I know that it's so that the soft person learns boundaries. Yes. And learns how to say no. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what happens when you're a doormat. You attract people who like to walk on you. Can confirm. Yep. So you got to learn how to be like, no, mm-mm, done, and yep. not tolerate shitty behavior. And, yes. you know, uh, that goes along with feeling feelings, too. Mm-hmm. If if somebody is, like, emotionally manipulating you to get you to feel icky, like, if you don't do this for me, then you're a bad person or you're a bad lover or you're a bad, you know, that's making you feel bad for not doing what they want. That's emotional manipulation. Yep. And in what world is a relationship supposed to be where your other half makes you feel worse all the time? Right. Yes. Or even most of the time. Even sometimes if your partner is intentionally Trying to manipulate you into feeling dense emotions, anger, sadness, depression, stress, anxiety. Mm -hmm. You're not with somebody who loves you. I'm sorry. You're not. Right. And, you know, being um, empathic, I would pick up on a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know. And, you know, when um, something that uh, looking back, I've noticed um, that a lot of times, like I said, like the towards the ends of the bad relationships that I've been in, the other person was miserable, right? Right. And a lot of that um, I'm realizing fairly recently was actually a uh, subtle, possibly subconscious manipulation tactic. Um, they, it, it's almost like that they would keep themselves in a shitty spot because they, part of them knew that I could feel it. Huh. Ah, what an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like, I just, I Like, when I'm in a bad spot, it's easier to control me. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't, I'm just, like, I try really hard not to be judgy. I try. In this situation, it's a hypothetical, so I don't feel as bad about it. But I cannot imagine intentionally trying to make other people feel bad. I just, it, uh, it makes, it makes me feel nauseous. Like, it makes me want to throw up. I I just don't engage with that. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't understand. That is a perspective that I am fully aware I cannot understand. Yeah. Intentionally going out of your way to try and make another person's life harder. Yeah. Or more difficult or darker. That's yes. just, it, do- it doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, the the times that I've experienced it, I don't know. My, my first girlfriend was just mean. She was a mean person. Like she, she took joy out of uh, hurting, hurting people. That's, uh Yeah. Yeah, like she would like, um, she would actually physically hurt me sometimes randomly just because she thought it was funny. She thought the face that I made when I was in pain was funny, so she did it. Um, That's nuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was the. But anyway, like my um, my ex was just like, 
didn't have any awareness of what they were doing. Like, so they just, it was, it, it, it was just like, it, it's, it was all subconscious stuff. Was it a situation where like, was she abused as a child? Like, Oh yeah. Okay. So when your parents show you love, uh, when your parents don't show you love in the form of like cuddles and hugs and affirmations and things like that. And it's all like getting beat or talked down to mm-hmm. all the time. Then you think that that's an expression of love. Yeah. And you share that with your romantic partners and friends when you get older. Mm-hmm. And it's actually really sad. Yeah. And it takes self self-realization to change that. Like mm-hmm. those toxic patterns are just going to continue until that person is made aware that they are intentionally hurting people. Right. And that's hard to accept and face. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't I don't think I've ever intentionally hurt anyone. I don't think I have either. I mean, no. I mean, it's freaking hard for me. To, like, I don't know. Even just disciplining the kids is like really difficult, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I know that they don't like that, it. No. It makes oh. them feel bad. And I'm just like, Ugh. I think the one time is, yeah, I don't think I've ever intentionally like gone out of my way to try and hurt someone. There was one time that I threw a shoe at an ex, but it, I intentionally missed her head because I, I played softball for like, years yeah and I, I was like i'm just gonna throw this like three feet away and I, my accuracy was nuts so my intention was not to hurt it was to be like hey bitch i'm mad yeah yeah <laughs> yeah there was one time when i was a kid that my um my sister was being like really mean to me like deliberately antagonistic and just would not stop and i got like really frustrated right mm-hmm. and she stuck her tongue out at me so i just like pushed her tongue back in her <laughs> back in her mouth and accidentally knocked one of her loose teeth out oh shit <laughs> so technically so you've knocked a bitch's teeth out that's Apparently, hilarious yes but like that's about as close as oh wait i did get into a fist fight with my older brother one time same reason he was a bully and he was like deliberately antagonizing me for like an hour straight yeah and i finally just like snapped because he'd been doing it like all the time for like years basically my whole life yep and i just snapped and started like punching him in the chest yeah. Um, I mean, there's only so far you could push somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. if you're, if you're not going to let up uh, that, and that's important that, that like people really need to understand if you are going hard at somebody over an extended period of time and they finally lash out or snap back or defend themselves, you don't get to say that it's their fault. When you spend months and years antagonizing someone and they finally stand up for themselves, that's on you. And you deserve whatever you get. Yes. Because you are the abusive one in that situation. Yep. Yep. I wish my parents had known that because uh, my older brother gave me a black eye and I got in trouble. He did not. Yeah. I was kind of like that that person in my family too. Mm -hmm. Like everything was always my fault. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, that's yes. why I don't talk to you. <laughs> yep, yep. I like being around people who don't blame all their problems on me. Yes, yes. <laughs> huh, mine was just like extreme judgment, like all the time. Yep, mine yeah. too. Unreasonable expectations. Anyway. Yeah, my family was very about image, and I have never, ever wanted to pretend to be something I'm not. <laughs> yes. Ever. Yep. Yep. The one time I did to try and make people more, other people more comfortable, I slipped into the deepest, darkest, most disgusting depression of my life. So I will never do that again. Yep. 
that was the dumbest thing I have ever done in my life was yeah. try to change who I am naturally for someone else. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I did that as a kid and like, mm -hmm. it's taken me this long to kind of undo as much of it as I have. Yeah. You know? Still got some work to do. Once I figured out that you just don't interact with people who need, who can't accept you as you are, mm -hmm. that's a game changer. I cut my whole family off and I don't give a fuck. Like I miss them sometimes, you know, yeah. it, that's deep programming. Yeah. Blood is family, whatever. No, they're not. I don't want anything to do with them. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, if I have to change who I am authentically to be around you, then don't come around me. Yeah. I'm kind of grateful that my mom was just like, don't ever talk to me again. Yeah. As a, as it, that makes it a little bit easier because I'm just like, you yeah, know, I'm just respecting her wishes. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I want to. I mean, I don't know. I, I miss my family sometimes, but oh, the judgment and the religious programming and all of that stuff. So, yeah. Nah. No, thanks. It would be nice to. No, no, nah. no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. <laughs> Every time I've ever tried to be close to my family, except for my brother. My brother's cool as shit. Yeah. He's cool. I like him. Yep. But uh, no, anytime, and my grandma. Okay, okay, I've got a couple family members that are cool. But mm -hmm. every time I've tried to get close to them, my whole life falls apart. Yeah. And I've, I, I've noticed that pattern over my entire li adult life is that when I try to have a relationship with them, my life falls to shit because I'm trying to be what they want instead yeah. of who I am naturally. And the further I get away from them, the happier I am. Yeah. And the more my life blossoms and blooms. Mm -hmm. Do I like it that way? No. But until my family can learn to accept me exactly as I am, accept my husband and my children exactly as they are, they can fuck off. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care. Yes. Yes. And it's taken me a shitload of work to get to that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not easy. I I would shame and guilt myself. Like, oh, you're such a horrible daughter for not talking to your mother. You're such yeah. a horrible sister for not supporting your sister. And, you know, all I would, it took a lot of work to stop being mean to myself about choosing myself mm -hmm. and putting myself first. Yeah. Like, your happiness has never been <laughs> important to them. Right. But how about you make it important to yourself? Right. Right. Yep. Yep. But yeah, I think like, um, in my experience, um, when, when like, like you were saying, like the, the, the more you tried to be who they wanted you to be, mm -hmm. the worse, like your life in general got. Yeah. Right. I was out of alignment. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's been my experience with things is like when things are, are uncomfortable and basically crappy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, it's usually because uh, you're not living your truth. Exactly. Yeah. Things and, get out of alignment and yeah. yep. dense and uncomfortable when yes. you're not in your authenticity. Yep. And the, um, in my experience, the best way to be more authentic is to be more honest with yourself about who you are, what you're feeling, what you want, all of that stuff. Absolutely. And that's not easy when you're first coming into self-realization. No. It's, it's not easy when you... When you first come into self-realization, it's still hard as hell for me sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, it's something that you have to work uh, work on over time. Yeah. Um, it's not easy in a society that has placed virtue on suffering. It's not mm -hmm. easy in a society that has 
told us that we are not good people unless we're putting everybody else before ourselves. Yeah. It's not easy when we are being bombarded with self-hate propaganda. Yeah. To to choose you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's everybody else will give you a million reasons to put yourself second. Yep. You have to be the one to give yourself the reason to put yourself first. Yep. Exactly. You have to be there for you. Mm-hmm. You have to learn how to love yourself as you are. Yep. Even as you change and grow. Yes. You. You come first. The the revelation that just changed my life as far as choosing you goes is without you, there are no others. Let that sink in. Really think about that. If you are not okay first, there are no others to help. Right. Choose you. That's how you become chosen. You choose you. Yes. I don't know. It's just really important. Yeah. And I think for me, like, um, the hardest part for me has been when I, I have felt this um, push, right? Yeah. To, 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 like, start embodying more of my authentic self, right? Right. And that uh, it's always really, really difficult and uncomfortable for me when it is something that bucks against some deeply held ideas that I have about who I am uh, and yeah. what makes me a good person. Having those torn away is not fun. Well, that freaking sucks. <laughs> you mean this toxic behavior that I've been embodying my entire life doesn't make me a good person? I'm actually yeah. hurting people? <laughs> yes. Like internalizing other people's shit. Like yeah. I used to do all the time. Not good. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. You're basically like when you do that, when you when you make other people's emotions your responsibility, you are literally just a buffet for energy vampires. Like you're gonna have you're gonna be tired all the time. Yep. You're gonna be depressed, sad, stressed, anxious, all these things all the time until you cut them off and you're just like, no. I'm not doing this anymore. Yep. You, you got to stop. You are not responsible for how other people feel, period. You right. are responsible for how you feel. And even then, emotions come on and you're like, where the fuck? When you start exploring your empathy and your, your gifts, as far as that go, you're like, where are these emotions coming from? I have no reason Ooh. to feel this way. Yeah. That's, but that's, that's always interesting. If, if someone reacts poorly to you, unless you're doing it with intention, then you're just an abusive, narcissistic asshole. Right. Uh, but if something you do naturally or authentically hurts or upsets someone else, you need to distance yourself from that person. Because if you are required to change who you are to make somebody else more comfortable, that's a problem. Yep. Yep. And that's how you end up depressed and sick. Yep. And slight side note about the empathy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Something that I've noticed, uh, uh, I mentioned to you, I think last night or maybe this morning, I don't remember. Um, I realized that like, uh, when, when we first kind of first started this, uh, sort of recent iteration of self-development, right. We mm-hmm. use triggers a lot, right. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, we, we were on Twitter and <laughs> Twitter <laughs> is a great place to get triggered as hell. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it really are, is. A lot of people are there. I don't know. We, there are met people a lot of more really... than willing to trigger you. Yes. Yes. Many of them on purpose, deliberately, because that's how they get their kicks. Yep. 
a lot of a lot of people are just just straight up fucking assholes. Yeah. And you know that's just how it works. We met a lot of really cool people though. Yeah. But anyway, like we went through a, this long process of like learning how to recognize and manage and overcome triggers. Yeah. Right? It was great a great tool for that. Yes. And then I had my Kundalini activation and learned how to actually deal with triggers in real time and not have to actually get triggered anymore. Yeah. Like and you I don't carry it. And I just like let it go, move past it, move through it, which means that triggers are now completely useless for digging up shit. Yeah. So when yeah. I have like shit that needs to be dug up, now it seems like you got to uh, do it I manually. Get... You got to get in there and get dirty. Yeah. Yeah. But like. It's it's hard to tell what's there when everything feels totally normal and fine. Right. right. Yeah, that's true. So lately it's been more about resonance. Like I'll, I'll start oh, yeah. feeling emotions from other people, right? Uh-huh. And um, most of the time it's just sort of passive observation, right? It's like, yeah. you know, I feel bad for the person for going through some pretty awful stuff sometimes. Um, but it's like it doesn't affect me negatively. Most of the time. Right. When it does, it's because something is kicking up something that I have internal. Right. Right. Yeah. That gets confusing because I'm just like, where the fuck is this coming from? Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 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 That's, that's, I mean, I'm glad that we've moved past needing triggers because oh, that too. shit sucked. If it, yeah. it was like the, emotional version of being shot with an assault rifle <laughs> like yeah. ah fuck this hurts yeah. but when you allow yourself to feel it you become like almost immune to it like earlier somebody i could tell that they were intentionally trying to trigger me they're like this is a loser statement and i just <laughs> i couldn't stop laughing because it's like so funny yeah once you get through it it's it's okay like it's a little sad that, that somebody needs to go out of their way to be so negative, but I'm going to yeah. choose to laugh about it because it's fucking funny. Like, I'm not a loser. Clearly, you are. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. only a loser <laughs> would go out of their way to do that. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it's it's awesome. Once you work through needing triggers to dig, mm-hmm. it's just funny. Yep. Like, yep. You have no power here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. I can't stop laughing. It's so funny. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. This episode's getting a little long. Yeah. I think we're going to so we, wrap that up today. This one was weird. I rambled a lot. Yes. I think it was good, though. Anyway. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Waterglow Podcast. You can find us at podcast.waterglow.net. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, pretty much anywhere where you find podcasts, we're probably there. If you want to support the show, become a patron on patreon.com waterglow. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at podcast at waterglow.net. Thank you for listening, everyone. 